now is this Hong Kong Life. You're listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing the voices and thoughts of young people growing up and living in the city we call home. Hi, everyone. I'm Sky from Kelly, and today, rather than just having one guest, we have two special guests. Um, I'd like them to introduce themselves. Welcome to this Hong Kong Life podcast. Hi, Sky. Thanks for having me.、Um, I'm Shannon. I'm 16 this year, and I go to an international school. Welcome to the show, Shannon. And who is your friend? So, hi. I'm Miriam. Thank you for having me on the show.、Um, I am 17, and I also go to an international school. Cool. So, Shannon and Miriam, like, how did you guys meet each other? Okay, actually, really funny story because my aunt and her dad used to work together, and so before Miriam like went to a local school and she came to my school, and so when we actually first met, we were so awkward around each other, and it was just like my aunt and her dad like saying hi, and we just like waved to each other, but then like later on we were like in the same class, so we got really close, and yeah, that's cool. So that was your side of the story, Shannon. How about you, Miriam? I guess I'll continue on from that story. So we were in the same class a few years ago now, and then we started talking a lot, and we started calling and hanging out a lot. And when Shannon moved to another school, like we kept meeting up like twice a week, and so we still managed to keep our friendship going strong, and it's all been going really well. I really love that you know you guys kind of have really kept up with your friendship over time, and even though you're now in different schools, you still manage to do that. I think that's really awesome. I think a lot of people often think about teenage relationships. And they say, "Oh, it's really short-lived." How do you guys keep, you know, supporting each other as friends? Shannon, do you want to go first? Yeah, like I always knew, like when I left my old school, that I wanted to keep like a friendship with Miriam, and so putting that as like a priority, like even when school got really busy or there's like. A lot of homework. We still made sure to call each other and like make time for each other. So I think that's like super important. That's really cool. And, and Miriam, how about you? Like, what's something that you feel like you guys have both done to really support one another over the years? I think the common saying or thinking that、um, a lot of teenage friendships are short-lived is actually true, and it's also why when you do meet a friend that you really do connect with and click with, you have to hold on to them tight. And by that, it means you have to invest time. And because as teenagers, we're in school, we're busy. So instead of finding time for your friends, I think what a very good way is to make time for them. And for example, schedule like a call on a weekend, or go out and have lunch with a friend, or go cycling. Just simple things like that really do add up. That's really cool. I feel like just with that, you know, you guys have already given us peer support 101. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> so, Miriam, I just really come to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Have you always lived here in Hong Kong? So I actually I was born in Hong Kong and I lived here for around quite a few years, even into my primary education. And then I actually moved to Malaysia and I lived there for a while and I moved back to Hong Kong. And even within that, I actually have been traveling a lot because my mom, especially, she loves traveling. And so I've been able to, because of that, see a lot of different cultures and like meet different people around the world. Very cool. How do you find living in Malaysia versus living in Hong Kong? So in Malaysia, I actually lived in the out. 
outskirts of KL, so I wasn't actually in the city. So in Hong Kong, I feel as though when I'm back here, everything is very fast-paced. When you go to any restaurant, people are always rushing the waiter, saying, "Where's my food?" But whereas when I go back to Malaysia, because I do live outside of the city, I always feel a lot more like calmer, and I feel a sense of peace that I don't really get here. And people, I think, because of that, they cherish like talking to one another more. Whereas everything here is just very fast-paced all the time. Yeah, I can totally see that happening. I think I feel that as well a lot of the time, which is why COVID-19 has been so nice because everything seems to have slowed down just a little bit for us. So, you know, in terms of the fact that you've traveled around so much, do you feel that Hong Kong is your home? Do you speak Cantonese? How do you identify yourself? I think I've always somewhat had an identity crisis, actually, because, for instance, like I grew up in Hong Kong, but I also lived in Malaysia. I used to go to a local school, but I now go to an international school. I've lived in the city, and I've lived outside the city. So there's just a lot of, I guess, different parts of me that are. Technically, what we deem as opposite, so it's kind of conflicting sometimes. But I think I've been able to find my middle ground in that, and I think because I've been able to see all these different things around the world as well, like I feel very privileged and very grateful for my parents and my family. It's really good to have that kind of a perspective as well, isn't it? So, Shannon, I wanted to kind of come back to you. You know, I mentioned earlier, you know, COVID-19 has been, you know, much slower. So, for you, during COVID-19, you go to an international school. That's what you said. Is it a British system, American system? Other type of system. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I actually go to a school that goes by the American system, and so we have AP exams that are actually so. Usually we would take them at school or some like testing center, depending on the exam. But then now we have to do it online, and it's the same time zone for the whole world. So we're doing it at like 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. Hong Kong time. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh my goodness. So. So, how has living online actually been for you then? If you have to be awake and alert for exams at two and four in the morning? Yeah, it's actually been like the first few exams that I had were quite stressful, and like I have to sleep in the afternoon to be like alert at night. But then teachers have been like super supportive as, as well, like giving us pep talks on Zoom before the actual exam. So yeah, that's been really nice. So when do you study then? I study before the whole exam starts. So like during the exam period, I'm just trying to like get my sleep and like stay calm, basically. So how long was this exam period where you had to take exams at two and four in the morning? Oh, so for me, I got pretty lucky. Basically, all the exams are like two weeks, and so mine got stacked at the end. So that was pretty nice. But I know some friends who had like exams all spread out over the two weeks. So that was probably a lot harder for them. I can't imagine. So when everything is dark and Hong Kong is sleeping, there's actually a group of you who have been really awake past midnight trying to do these exams. How do you think it's going to affect your scores? I. I have no idea because they cut down the exam by a lot, so we only have written sections. So yeah, that might definitely affect the curve that they're gonna give and maybe like scores that we get. So we're just really unsure about the whole system that they're using. Do you know if this is the first time ever that you know they've done this, where people have to wake up at weird hours to take exams? I think it's the first time they're offering online exams, but I know that. For certain countries, maybe in like China, they've had to wake up at like two and four as well before. So it's not unusual for them. But this whole online kind of system they're using is definitely new. Would you recommend it to others? I mean, if you're like a night person, I guess. But like, probably not. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it sounds really taxing. I mean, unless you're somebody who's used to all-nighters, you know, you're basically changing your entire pattern of sleep. Have you recovered from that now? Yeah, I actually didn't think it was too hard for me to get used to. I don't usually sleep late, but I think as long as I get enough sleep in the afternoon, I was fine, yeah? Yeah, that's great. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're okay, and I hope, Shannon, that your exams actually end up being okay after all of this. Thanks for listening. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. See you next time.